Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings, and then make those characters fight, fight, fight for our amusement, and hopefully yours as well. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, except for that one time, is Ken Knapsack. So happy to be here, Joseph. It is uh, the highlight of my week, dare I say my life, (laughs) to come in here and take some of my favorite Star Wars fans and put them to death. Yeah, yeah. You did just say Star Wars fans. I'm just going to point that out, because I don't want to let that slide, because it did just sound like you wanted to kill Oh, Some of our listeners, which oh, I don't think is true no, at all. No, Star Wars characters. Star Wars characters. Which I'm fans of. <laughs> exactly. That that make, that all tracks. Uh, with us is about 50% of the time is a little bit of whiskey, too. So you know what? We're going to say some words that aren't the words that we meant to say. And that's just how it goes here on Data Bank Brawl. And that's the way it goes. <laughs> George Harrison for you. Are you ready? Uh, that and my phone. My uh, you're getting texted. Ooh, ooh. That, okay. 
Was that that was your text day? That was right? uh, that was uh, it was my uh, Wedge Antilles alarm. <laughs> right, I, I don't know what that is. Like, Hello made, there, says made, Wedge Antilles. I made it up. <laughs> New phone. Who dis? Says Wedge Antilles. Are, are you ready for I'm our so first ready. combatant? So ready. You can answer that text if you want. Nope. You nope, know I don't that care. That text has nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> I am locked in on Star Wars. All right. Sounds good. Our first combatant is, interestingly, somebody who does literally tune in, mm. and that is Watt Tambor. Here is what StarWars.com yes. databank has to say about good old Watt Tambor. The foreman of the Techno Union, mm-hmm. Watt Tambor was one of the original and most fervent separatist leaders, pledging his loyalty and his battle droid armies to Count Dooku at a pivotal meeting on Geonosis. Later in the war, Tambor was appointed Emir of Ryloth. His occupation was a cruel one, in which Tambor stripped the Twi'leks of whatever valuables he could find, then bombed their villages. Mm-hmm. Bam. Mm-hmm. That's Watt Tambor for you. Love this choice. Love this choice. This is one of my favorite characters from the prequels in the sense of just, what the hell? Yeah, just like the aesthetics. What's going on? Yeah, like just like, what are you smoking, George Lucas? <laughs> yeah. he's he. It's a very old school 1930s alien villain type look to me. 1930s is a really good yeah. way to put it. And that even goes in with this little dial that he tunes the to dial. get his voice right. Yeah, the, uh, the, the one of the quotes, the techno union army is at your disposal count. I love that. I loved that stuff. Uh, it's, it's not the best stuff in Star Wars, but it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Which is what Star Wars always will need. And these new movies coming out, I think they've done a good job. They have. But they have to keep that in mind. But they need a little of that Watt Tambor action, yep. that WTF of Watt Tambor. They need yep. that in there. Uh, I will note, uh, because we do ask for suggestions a lot, uh, multiple people have requested uh, recently Watt Tambor, and he was right. definitely on our list. Uh, but he moved up the list because people were like, give me my Watt Tambor. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's look, go to the wilds of Wikipedia as we yeah. do and get some physical descriptions uh, for people who don't know what yeah. a Watt Tambor is. What does he even look like? Well, you know, he look, he's got this little green alien head yeah beacon out he's got the he's he's like a little alien green muffin yeah he's tall 1.98 meters eye color black but it's hard to see he's got these goggles these old school kind of goggles he's like covered in metal got like this neck piece with some some pipes coming out of of that neck piece to his main part of his body the body looks i mean looks it's reminiscent of armor yeah but he looks like you know he he could be in World War One. He's got the. It's weird. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not quite medieval armor to me. Again, it nineteen thirties Mars villain. Uh, like yeah. John Carter from Mars would fight Watt Tambor. Yeah, it looks metal, like he's made out of like yeah. uh, an old boiler from the basement of a Ooh, junior that's high. Excellent, excellent description. Yeah, he's um, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, yeah. Does it say on Wikipedia what species Watt Tambor yeah, is? He is from his homeworld is Skako, S K A K O, right. which makes him Skokian. <laughs> it's your guess is as good as anybody else's except yeah. for maybe George Lucas. Uh, awesome, awesome. So uh, what other, any other details uh, we got there on uh, Wikipedia? You know, a lot to him. He was featured relatively heavily in the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah. The Emir of Ryloth stuff. You even got uh, Champson Dula has a quote about him of Watt Tambor spoils for others what he cannot possess. Mm. So it kind of tells you what he is about and what he, what he is there. And um, I view him as, a you know, 
the techno union, it's like he's a, he's a titan of industry in a way in my head. And that, yeah. in, in George's mind, kind of made him a bad guy, which is, is, is yes. something you'd, you'd imagine. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. And, and this is, um, there's a lot to it. It's interesting. You shouldn't, and those episodes are good. He's also even in the, the lost episodes, the ones that never really came forth. Oh, the, right. The, with the found kyber crystals and everything on, uh, on uh, what plan? I think, was it, was it Ryloth or, or Christophus? Christophus. Was, how do you say it? I think Christophus. Christophus, which is also in the Clone Wars movie. Um, so, yeah, he's got, he's got a rich and storied history in Star Wars. He's not no longer just a background character. Yeah, he's big into, he wants the actual, he believes in the separating from mm-hmm. the Republic, and then he uh, takes Ryloth, and then he gets captured, and then clearly he escapes because he ends up, his end, we know his end, right. he ends up hiding on Utapau, and then General Grievous says, one of my favorite lines ever, I'm taking you to a safe place, a volcano planet, mm. that's not safe, uh, because he gets murdered by young Darth Vader at right. the end of Revenge of the Sith. So we know how Wat Tambor ends. Will you do me a favor and look up on Wikipedia the Techno Union? Because I'm really mm-hmm. curious what the Techno Union actually is. Because we got, uh, you know, we got people like, uh, you, you know, uh, I think Clue Lesser, who's uh, who's a banker. Mm-hmm. We got the Geonosians, who we know make the battle droids. I'm curious how the Techno Union fits into the whole separatist machinery. Sure, uh, it was a commerce guild comprised of technology firms that allied itself with the Confederacy of Independent Systems during the separatist crisis. Uh, the foreman was Watt Tambor, the responsible for the design of many droids. Separatist droid army was their design, including B one and B two battle droids. This is the, the canon tab here. Techno Union claimed neutrality in the Clone Wars and were even represented by Senator Goom Sam in the Galactic Senate. Ah. But, indeed, uh, but indeed, continued to support the Confederacy of Independent Systems. So they were separatists, true and true. Uh, uh, after Clone Wars, the Republic was reformed into the Galactic Empire, as we know, and the Techno Union was absorbed by the new government, forcing its low level technicians and machine smiths to seek new employment. All over the galaxy. Wow. Okay. So they were sort of like Star Wars Google. So they made some hardware and some software. It yes. sounds like. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting note too. Uh, they were founded th- at least three hundred years before the Battle of Coruscant. Oh wow. Okay. So they've been around for a while. Nice. Been nice. around. I always look in the databank uh, entry itself for sort of opinions, and mm-hmm. I do like. I think we get mostly plot stuff about being on Ryloth and being on Genosis, but I do like that he's one of the original and most fervent separatist leaders. So I think that might right. be important to our battle. He believes in his cause and takes what is not his. That's right. He's cruel. He wants valuables. He mm-hmm. wants to possess things. Good to know. How do you? I think we've kind of addressed this, but how do you feel about Wat Tambor? You like him? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely like him. Like I said, um, you know, even back in uh, say what you will, in, in that say what you will about the prequel phase uh, <laughs> of my life, and in that conversation, it just was something. Like I said, it wasn't the best thing. It not necessarily is one of my favorite things in Star Wars, but looking back, it's like, well, that that is just interesting. Yep. And sometimes that's uh, that that has its own value in Star Wars. So, yeah, I like Wat Tambor. Yeah. I've always been big on Wat Tambor. Uh, when I had many early prequel conversations with friends who would be like, oh, man, with the, the sand line mm. and ma 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 about Attack of the Clones, uh, I could usually go like, yeah, but that guy who tuned himself in to speak. And they'd be mm. like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and that's, that uh, sounds dismissive, but I think that, that power of Star Wars going yeah. back to the cantina, yeah. just one of those little side characters who just look cool and look weird and sound weird. Watt Tambor, and he wins in weird. You touched upon it, but remind me, is he he is the one sitting in the room by himself when Anakin walks in and his eyes go red for the first, like we see it for the first time, right? 
Uh, the go yellow. Yellow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think he's with that whole. I can't remember if he is in the room alone, but he's in that whole separatist he's room. He's in the room, he, but there there is someone alone that that Anakin goes and there's like a conference room table, right? And the the character kind of looks at him like, yeah, what, what's up? Hey, like, what's going on? We having uh-oh. this meeting? Uh-oh. Right, and then so he slaughters that person, then he opens the door and slaughters everyone else. Yeah. I think that might be worth an old looking up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Other people have searched it up on the Google machine because Watt Tambor's death is just fills in immediately. Just, just <laughs> filled up there. Um, yeah, of course, tough to say. Of course, trying to do this quick, it's it's uh, yeah, really yeah, not going to happen. Oh wait, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it your, is, your memory is. serves correctly that he is the person who sees the omen of death. Thank you. Anakin course, Skywalker, I, I managed Darth to find Vader. the gif. Of his death. <laughs> yeah, I, I did look at a picture of his death. I believe it's Watt Tambor. I, I, the internet will have corrected me by now. Okay. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Okay, cool. Well, we know that Anakin slash Vader <laughs> yeah. cuts him down. Yeah. And he probably adjusts his dial to scream his death. <laughs> the techno union does not like this death. <laughs> and dead he is. And, uh, we're, you know, we're just going for it. We're doing a prequel episode. A lot of weirdos uh. in the prequels. So we got Watt Tambor, who has been uh, chosen yeah. by our dear listeners. We got another character. You ready for the next combatant? I am, sir. Somebody else who has also been selected. Mm-hmm. By our listeners that they have screamed his name echoing through the Twitter machine. And that name that rings out is Ben Quadaneros. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Here's what. Sir. <laughs> it's a terrible thing to do, but that's you what we do here on Databank Bank Brawl. Animal. <laughs> here's what uh, StarWars.com Databank has to say about Ben Quadaneros, the budgie. Comic-faced Ben Quadaneros was a rookie pod racer who claimed he came from the mysterious Tund system. He competed in the Boonta Eve pod race that saw the liberation of Anakin Skywalker from slavery. Ben was largely inexperienced and was quite terrified of the Boonta race. At the start of the race, his engines wouldn't even ignite. It was not until most of his competitors were already heading towards their second lap that his four engines did light, just as his power coupling shorted, sending the rockets flying about the arena. Ben Quadaneros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the most controversial figures of the Star Wars galaxy. I would, sh- I would say, sh- say show. I would say show. I would say show. I would, I would say, say show. show. That's probably I how Ben Quadaneros talks. I would talk. say show. <laughs> I think that's how he talks officially. All right. So uh, for people who are like Ben Quadaneros, who Ben yeah. is that? Where Kylo got his name? Probably not. But it is Ben. That would be the greatest <laughs> swerve in the history of storytelling. Ben. Uh, yeah, somebody, I think, uh, has done a great mm. uh, meme of that. Mm. Anyway, what does Wikipedia... Or actually, I just want to start with... Describe him. What, what does he look like? So people oh, who don't know what... Boy. What, what does pudgy comic face Ben Quadaneros look like? He looks like? like he belongs in Tim Burton's <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> He's got uh, a short body. He's 1.63 meters in height. Um... This Tong, T-O-O-N-G species from Tund, T-U-N-D. Yep. Uh, what big, a system. giant, Pixar-like Disney animation face. <laughs> big, well, I can't call them jowls. They're cheeks, but they're jowl-like, stretched 
little beady eyes. <laughs> I got like a not a pig nose, but almost like a skull nose, like he's red skull, uh, and a big giant mouth. Um, like if he grew a mustache, that mustache would be like a foot in length from nose to the top of his lip. I'm estimating to a solid human foot. Oh yeah. All right. And he's got these, these very razor like looking teeth, Yeah, but it's a friendly mouth. It's a smiling mouth. He looks happy and he's got little racing gloves on little green hands. He's all green. Uh, you know, eye colors, orange, um, Trying to get another, like an actual picture of his of his body, which is something I never thought Think I'd ever say. He's all face. He is. It's fa- fair to say that um, he's got long, he's got spindly arms and spindly legs. Almost no torso. Yeah, his, his torso is his chin, basically, right? Essentially. Yeah, and then it just goes right into crotch and legs, right? It does. From chin to crotch. He is all No crotch. space wasted. He is all crotch. Now, the the way you described him was beautiful because mm-hmm. uh, I am a fan of H.P. Lovecraft, of uh, Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. In a lot of those uh, narratives, they're almost always first person. Mm-hmm. It's always a, a very intelligent, educated person seeing a horrible monstrosity that they can't quite cope with. And that is exactly the way you described Ben Guadagnero. So, like, his mouth is friendly, but the teeth and the, the, the nose so much higher than the mouth. This isn't right. And then people go insane. And that's, I think, the way a lot of people felt when they saw Ben Guadagnero. Like, yeah. they saw Cthulhu come to Star Wars, but with a budgy comic face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, one of, the fa- one of my fav- favorite Easter eggs in the episode The Rise of Clovis from the Clone Wars, there's a poster in the background. Yes, the Boonti Padres this is poster. Sp- sports greatest rivalry, Quadraneros versus Sebulba. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Uh, love that. At this point in time, Joseph, Yes. I, I love Ben Quadraneros. <laughs> from 1999 to, say, 2009, yes. 10 years, decade of dominance, Ben Quadraneros is one of the reasons I questioned my Star Wars fandom. Absolutely. I don't know what it is. He's just weaseled his way into my heart or fluttered his way or waved and smiled innocently into, into my heart. But it was that was one of the reasons I struggled with Phantom Menace. I think he is maybe uh, the most prime example of accepting Star Wars not as what you want it to be, but what it is. Because, man, did I hate this guy. Because I, humor, yay, hey, I'm a comedian, you're a comedian, we like some jokes in Star Wars. But this guy is from Wacky Races. This is Looney Tunes. This is Hanna-Barbera. That's not, I mean, that, that's, that, this guy's not in the same galaxy that Boba Fett, Mm -hmm. Boba Fett has cool armor and a jetpack and knee darts. And this guy's a big face with a crotch. No. Big no waving face, <laughs> big waving comic face, not acceptable. Yeah, too wacky. Doesn't belong. And I think yeah. that's because you know we came to it with our belief of what Star Wars was. Yeah. And now in the many years we have come to accept, you accept it for what it is. And if there's somebody who is is wacky and stupid as Ben, yeah, get some joy from it. Yeah, and that's that's a good way to look at it. I mean, I think when I in the early days that I'd make fun of the Phantom Menace, and again, you know, we call ourselves prequels. We'll say this again and again, Joseph. We we understand the movies have some problems. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those problems. But but early <laughs> on, uh, that would be one of the things. There goes Ben Quadraneris' power couplings. That was just a line that never left my fa- head or my face or yeah. Ben Quadraneris' face. <laughs> 
Um, I don't care what galaxy you're from. That's gotta <laughs> hurt. And it did hurt me. The example I, I, I related to, and then we can start fighting here soon, is, uh, I'm sure, <laughs> but I was a rock DJ in the mid-90s, as a lot of people know, and as you know, and, and the Spice Girls hit the scene in 96 yeah. here in America. And it was like, what the hell is this? I, I am a rock and roll DJ. You got these four girls in costumes dancing around, singing Ziga Ziga. What the hell? <laughs> so almost every day on my radio show, I had the morning show at the time uh, when they were hitting big, uh, again, here in America, um, me and my radio partner, Matty D, would, would make fun of the Spice Girls. And we'd go on their website and we'd take personality tests. What Spice Girl are you? And this is back in 96, 97 when the, the website, website, it was fresh. Um, I'm now one of the biggest Spice Girl fans in the world. I own two of their albums. I own their movie on DVD. I own a VHS tape of all their videos. Big fan of the Spice Girls. Uh, you, I hated them so much, I loved them. Yeah. I think that's what's happened with Quadrinaris and me. Yeah. Just over the years, like, what the hell is this awesome guy doing? He has gone from being Ben Quadineros to Spice Quadineros. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Quadineros Spice. Pudgy Spice. <laughs> Pudgy Spice. There we go. There's the joke. All right, so just a little bit more. We got, uh, how tall is he? Uh, 1.63 meters. Okay, so real short. Short. I mean, you, eh. you got some height. Oh, you, yeah, you look at him face. sitting down, you wouldn't think. But then, you know, you got 1.98 with Watt, but, you know. Yeah, okay. Uh, and any other canon details? Has he popped up anywhere else in canon? Yeah, he has, but only really kind of by mention. I wouldn't say he's, Okay, he uh, hasn't had an, another adventure like Watt yeah, Tambor. It says, it says he, he continued to pod race at least 10 years later than the Intergalactic Clone Wars. An armed conflict between the Republic and the Separatists. Um, and they, that's how they talk about the posters. Okay, so he's yeah. still racing. So I think we're meant to believe that that poster is not from when Anakin was in the Boonti pod race because... It's the continued rivalry. It's the continued rivalry. And we know from this StarWars.com canon entry, he's a rookie pod racer at the mm-hmm. first Boonti where we meet him. Right. All right. Do you need anything else before we fight? I'm ready. All right. Then let us fight. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. As always, we're going to start with the kind of the where and the when. And I think we've got a little bit of room to work with. Uh, I, I like what we've been doing here in Databank Brawl where people can meet in odd places. Uh, mm-hmm. it, but, uh, you know, we know, we know when Watt Tambor dies. So right. I want to be before Watt Tambor dies. Totally agree. With we that. got the whole Clone Wars. Uh, Watt Tambor mm-hmm. is loose from a lot of the Clone Wars. Yeah. There could have been a pod race on Ryloth for all mm. we know. Mm. So these two fellows can meet almost anywhere in the galaxy as the Clone Wars rage. I don't know where yet, but I want to say the reason for this confrontation is that Quadranaus, now one of the bigger celebrities in the pod racing world, once again had a problem with his power couplings on his, on his pod. Okay. And enough's enough. He thinks after 10 years, this technology. So I think around the time of Attack of the Clones. Oh, okay. Quadranaro seeks out the techno union, Ooh. blaming shoddy workmanship on some of their uh, subcontractors. Yeah, they, they've been subcontracting yep. out the construction yep. of the pods. Yep. In the power couplings in particular. When this happened the first time, I blamed myself. But I fixed my pod. I got a better working pod thanks to your subcontractors. Yeah, that first time was a happy accident, and it gained him a bunch of fame and Mm -hmm. created this rivalry with Sebulba because the kid just disappeared. Yeah. Uh, He does not want to hear the words, and there goes Quadranarius' power couplings again. No, he heard that again. Embarrassed that he heard it again. Yeah. So he seeks out um, recompense. Yeah. As it were. From the Techno Union. Yeah. I want to see your supervisor. Okay. I think that uh, maybe he goes to the Techno Union world. What was it uh, again? Um, like a... Like a oh, oh, Watts Homeland? Yeah. Or, or Skako? Skako. 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 Yeah. Well, see, that's going to be a fun word to say a bunch. It is. Especially so I... <laughs> drawn. Um, now, technically... It doesn't look like Skako is the location for the Techno Union okay. as listed. Here's some options. Okay, I great. like Skako, though, because i I got to work around to get to Skako. Okay. Coruscant, Geonosis, Hypori, Mustafar, which eh, I wouldn't say is fair, but, you know, the Techno Unions need to work at Mustafar, too, and Ryloth, as we know. Skako's interesting to me. Okay. I think Quadranaus says, uh, I need to see your supervisor. Well, he's... He's on Skako, right? Yeah, see, so here's what I think happens. I, I know you said you had a workaround, but let, let me know mm-hmm. how this jibes. I think maybe in the intervening years that mm-hmm. uh, Quadraneros has dealt with both the most amount of shame and derision and mockery that mm-hmm. a sentient being can, right. and also the heights of glory. Right. And I think there's a real schism inside him 
where he doesn't ever want to be laughed at again. So I think he has got uh, the guts, the spine, the balls. I don't know physically on his body where to put any of those body parts that we use to sometimes to connote strength, but he's got it. And I think that's why he goes just straight to like, I'm not going mm-hmm. to your bullshit space Google campus that you set up right. on Ryloth or Mustafar. I'm going to your home world mm-hmm. because, damn it, I am Ben Quadraneros, and my big face deserves respect. Ben fracking Quadraneros. That's right. So I think he goes straight okay. to Skaka. Skako. Skako. Ska. It's like the ska music, but but co. Skako. All right, so he goes there. Do we know what right. Skako looks like? Is it barren? Is it I rocky? Just, I, I wasn't drifting off. I was trying to read uh, what it said. Uh, it, it's located in the, in the galaxy's core worlds. Mm. Um, and description, uh, it is. Um, it has it has some uh, uh, unique atmospheric pressure conditions. And which is why the oh they got the, they have the to wear those and the tuners yeah that's why they have to do that but nothing I'm not seeing anything uh, here of of what it looks like okay well you know what let's just say it's got any terrain we want Love and it. we'll find out uh, and I think you know maybe even podcasts or not podcasts pod races I knew I was going to do that at least once this episode yes uh, probably going to do it again yes anyway uh, podcast champion pod mm-hmm. racer champion Ben Quadraneros goes to Skako yeah. To see the head of the techno union. Mm-hmm. And I think he barges in, as you said. He goes to the main office and he says, I would like to see the president or whatever, the emir, whatever. I don't know what the word is. The superintendent, whatever the name is for the head honcho. I want to see the head honcho or the techno union. And, and the, the person at the front desk, uh, Platt Bloombore, <laughs> um is it tunes in the techno union only takes appointments wait a minute are you ben quadraneros i am i am a big fan of your pod racing i don't like saboba he's the one of the worst you are my hero oh so plat boombar i think that's the name i said yeah um um lets him in he goes right into Watt Tambor's can office. I, can I have a, a holo picture? A holo net picture? Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Snap. Takes a picture. <laughs> I can't wait to tell my little techno union kids at home. Second door on the left. So, yeah, Ben Guadagneros, he takes the picture. He gives yeah. a big thumbs up, a big friendly smile with his uh, sharp, sharp teeth. Yep. Sheesh. And then he uh, he heads on in right into Watt Tambor's office. <laughs> Looking at this picture of Quadraneros, and I'm, I'm laughing. Um, yep, yeah, walks right in. Okay. And uh, is Quadraneros packing? Does he have a blaster? Or is this just all attitude? Does he have anything to back it up? I think it's all attitude. I, I don't think you could fit a blaster attitude. on him. Okay, his spindly legs yeah. somehow carry his giant head crotch body. Mm-hmm. Picturing him walking is scaring me. As <laughs> well it should. Yeah, it's something like something out of Whoville or something. Um, yeah, and Wat Tambor is mm-hmm. in the middle of, he actually has up on his hollow mm-hmm. unit, mm-hmm. he's talking to Count Dooku about starting. Oh, wow. About Count Dooku's like, and now you will come to Geonosis. Right. The plan will begin. And, and Wat Tambor's like, ar, 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 and he has to rush to turn that shit off. He's got a meet. yeah, click. He's got a meeting on Geonosis. Yeah, got it's to coming up fast. And, and this yeah. thing heard about it. So that thing is a little bit of a threat. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wat Tambor's office is also decked out with valuable things mm-hmm. that he has taken. The techno union has uh, oh, yeah. got a lot of money, and sometimes people owe it money. And yeah. what he does is he takes personal possessions. So he's oh, got, yeah. oh, so many trinkets. He's got kyber crystals. He's got it all. Oh, wow. He's, he's got, got so much stuff. Family pictures from other families. He yeah. just takes what he wants. It's cruel. I don't really have a family. I'm going to take that picture of yours. Yeah. Puts it up on this wall. So cruel. So yeah. cruel. And uh, Ben Quadnero says, uh, you make faulty power couplings, and I need you to give me good power couplings, or it's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. And and Tambor immediately is like, who the hell put you, <laughs> put you and let you in my office? Uh, Quadrinos, I don't know if he has an answer for that. He, he's like, I'm Ben Quadrinero. Yeah, and he's like, here. he tries to remember the name of the office person. He's Mork, Shmorky, yeah. Pat. Was it Platt Bumbor? Yeah, yeah, that shit. Um, Tambor stands up, and he's an imposing figure when he stands up. He's, he's also got like that, not only that metal kind of armor, like he's got like almost like a purple robe. He's got like a yeah. eagle type stuff. And his office is backlit. So that when he stands oh, up, he casts dark. a shadow on purpose very to intimidate dark. people. Yeah, it's like Mr. Burns. Almost. Yeah. Um, so he he stands up and is like, out of my office. I, I won't go through the Tambor voice every time or we'll be here till midnight. <laughs> Tambor's like, out of my office. Yeah. You got to get out of here. You don't belong. I'm going to fire Black Boombor and and you're done. Yeah. And I think uh, Quadanero sits down. He just Oh, defiantly. Yeah, like protest. He just sits down, and it doesn't make him that much shorter because his legs are so short and spindly, uh, so it takes Wat Tambor a minute to realize that he sat down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, Wat Tambor says several times, go, 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 and, and uh, he's not having it. Ben, ben is like, nope, nope, mm-hmm. nope. I want to talk about power companies. And Wat Tambor gets the place of like, I'm going if to, you, if you will not move, I will move you. Yeah. And I think he goes to pick up Ben Quadineros. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is now, this is like nerd rage. If you've ever yep. been. Uh, we get a lot of that on this show. Yeah. You know, it's from been a little while. Them. From us and them. But yeah, you're right. Been a while. It's been a little while. But this one's so true. Mm-hmm. Because this is the, the, the bully touching you mm-hmm. when, nope, nope, nope. So I think uh, Ben Quadineros uh, starts flailing out. With yes. his little fists. Right. And he starts pummeling the strange alien muffin top that pops out of yes. the machinery of Wat Tambor. It's making a weird noise. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like if Pac-Man could fart, that's yes. probably what it would sound like. Probably. And it's weird that we both think Wat Tambor's head is squishy. There's <laughs> just something about At it. At the same time. It looks overbaked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Tambor immediately grabs... Uh, Quadrinos by uh, by the little tentacles on the top of his head. Ooh, yeah, because he does have the little antennae. Yeah, he's got like a couple, one or two little antennae up there, uh, and, and he lifts them up by that. Oh, that and that's painful. So very painful. Ben is screaming. Yeah. He's kicking Tambor now. Oh yeah, but it's ineffective. The kicks, or you wouldn't score a point in a UFC fight. It's it just just lightly tapping that metal. Yeah. Uh, lightly tapping that metal is also a euphemism for how I uh, lost my virginity. But um, <laughs> he, uh, so Tambor's just shaking him. Tambor, though, is cocky and overconfident. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's got this little short, little smiley face creature. Yeah. Um, he doesn't suspect that Quadrineros, who does have good reflexes. Very good. You, you have to. You can't be a championship pod racer no. without it. 
gathers himself. He's a little. He knows he's angry. He lost his cool. He starts changing the dials on Tambor's chest. Yeah, just and Tambor now can't even talk. Yeah, he's breathing. The pressure of his suit. He picks up a little radio and you hear the modal notes. Uh, Picking up a performance of King Lear on BBC Four. From another galaxy far, far away in the future, even. Absolutely. And it's a powerful radio Watt Tambor has. Is he dead? Bless you, Father. Um, Paul is dead. So um, that's going on. (laughs) And and Tambor. Drops him. Yeah, this is really upsetting uh, to to uh, Skokians. Oh. They hate that when people play with their dials. <laughs> That's like the rudest thing you could be. I mean, Ben Quadrinero's basically just stuck his finger up mm-hmm. his butt. Like, it's very invasive and yeah. rude to play with their dials. Yeah, and not in the welcome medical way. He, <laughs> it, uh, so Tambor, I think, because Tambor, in my mind, he's a little bit of a wimp. Okay. Yeah, he he relies on uh, yeah on the impression of fear. Yeah, exactly. So he's a bully. So he's been challenged, and he thought he had he had this. He he knows his strength. He know he knows he can handle himself. So when he kind of immediately lost his disadvantage, he tries to uh, get it back by going to call for help. He starts going to his desk to his intercom. Yeah, um, Quadrineros again has those uh, reflexes. Yeah. Beats him to the desk. Yeah, absolutely. He's got those eyes that are far enough apart that he can kind of see around corners and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he races to the desk. Yeah. And uh, he grabs his equipment. He Now he's good with equipment, too. Right. So, like, so I think he grabs it. He runs around with it. Watt Tambor starts chasing him around the office. And I think uh, Ben rewires it mm-hmm. so that it gives off a shock. He basically oh, wow. turns the impulse that should send the communication mm-hmm. into energy that shoots out of it. He basically makes a little space taser. Wow. And I, think I love he, that. He allows himself to be caught, and then uh, Watt Tambor grabs him up, mm-hmm. and then I think he puts that space taser right into Watt's uh, face, the metal part. The metal the part. The lower of metal face? part of his face. And I think he just tases the crap out of Watt. What does that sound like? <laughs> Full cartoon noises, yep. as it should be when Ben Quadneros attacks. Uh, free to the Force Center listeners. You can edit that out and <laughs> use it as your ringtone. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think at this point, Watt maybe drops and kicks Ben. Do you think that he has that in him? Yes. Yes, he does. So he drops. Mm-hmm. Kicks him. Kicks him. Quadrineros goes flying across the room in a little ball. Okay, head over yeah. Yeah. tiny heels. Imagine you, you know, those go to the grocery store as a kid and that this big tower of plastic balls. <laughs> he is a giant pull, nerf. You pull one out and the balls fall around the <laughs> aisle and your parents are screaming at you because they just wanted to buy pickles and milk and you're here <laughs> playing around these. That's... Quadrinos is just bouncing down the hall or down down the office towards the front door. Okay, so he yeah. bounces off walls. Uh, val- yeah. People's family photos and kyber crystals and mm-hmm. uh, vibroblades mm-hmm. oh, fall yeah. off the wall. All yeah. these valuables, ancient things Definitely. fall from the wall. A holocron that Watt didn't know was a holocron no. falls from the... Oh, and But it's weird. It's The holocron just contains Plo Koon's grocery list. <laughs> Pickles and milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is causing Ben great pain, great yeah. pain, and yeah. further embarrassment. He came here to get pride, and he's getting even more embarrassed. 
so he bounces, he bounces, he bounces. And I think maybe it's at this point where he makes a decision. He's mm-hmm. not a violent being. Mm-mm. He's not a violent tund. <laughs> tund. Tundian? No, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's from the mysterious tun system. Uh, and it, he, dis- he makes a decision he's never made before. Yeah. What's that? That he should kill. Wow. Now, he is from the mysterious tun system. Right. One of the reasons that it is mysterious is that the tons can, if they get upset enough, mm-hmm. a uh, fluid develops mm-hmm. in their innards that is acidic, and they can vomit acid. Some great AEU stuff right here. <laughs> it really is. They can vomit acid that burns people. And makes them forget it ever happened, which is why it's mysterious. Because people are like, I think I met someone from the Tun system, but I don't really know. I don't, really I don't remember what. I mean, I have burns. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember why. So, fully you. Yeah. Burning, memory-erasing acid. How does that sound out of Ben's mouth? <laughs> it's, it, it's really upsetting to them because it sounds kind of cute. Best sound I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, another ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> Giving you a lot of bonus gifts, David. <laughs> so I think he decides, I'm going to unleash the yeah. secret of my species. Right. It doesn't kill them. It's not like bees. It doesn't kill them, mm. but they can mm. only do it once in their lives. Oh, wow. So he's been saving this up. Wow. That, that assumes he's had a good, solid life then. This is the first time he's you know, tooling around Moss Espa and, and Tatooine. Yeah. And wow, okay. But, but this is mm-hmm. for his... Pride. He's at the height of his yeah. career. Yep. He just needs to win a couple more races, and then he can retire on top. Right. Yep. And the head back dumb, to Tunda, king of pod racing. That's right. And the dumb techno union is keeping it from him with their mm-hmm. crappy technology. Right. So I think he vomits his burning forget acid. Forget me acid. Forget me acid. Does it hit? Watt Tambor, or does Watt Tambor get out of the way? It hits. It hits. It hits pretty hard. Okay. It slaps up against the front of uh, Tambor's chest, a little bit on that face mask, Okay. on the goggles, and on that squishy green muffin top head. <laughs> and it's bad stuff. Yeah. It's bad stuff. It's burning. Time burns like, it burns. It burns. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's ugly. Okay. It's like a PG-13 databank brawl. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's eroding. There's, yeah. yeah. There's you know, yeah. pus. What does Wat Tambor do to put it out? He, he backs away. Okay. Creates some safe distance, uh, which is what I recommend you all, all do in a, on a fight you weren't planning on. Give yourself some distance to react. Get to safety. Um, he, there's, he, I don't necessarily think Wat Tambor has like a bathroom, but he has like, yeah, I don't know. The, 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 the bathrooms of Star Wars or confused, and we only just recently saw one. Yeah, refreshers, right? Refreshers. Um, so I think he runs to a side antechamber, okay, where there's uh, like uh, the equivalent of a sink, okay, and he tries desperately to use whatever it is, oil, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'll let I'll let the the pundits decide. <laughs> Tune in to Collider Jedi Council. Well, this will be debated. Um, and he uh, he he essentially tries to wash it out of his face, okay. and eyes, and head. It's not working though; it's still burning. Right. Okay, so then uh, Ben kind of comes to his senses a little bit and realizes what he's done. Mm-hmm. And I think now might be the good point to pause in our narrative, as we always do. Mm-hmm. Because it's a focal point. Who, who should win? 
Who deserves to win? Who's the better com- combatant? Who do we want well, to win? Look, Ben Quadraneros is who I want to win. It's who deserves to win, but it's who is not going to win. <laughs> this is a strong opinion. I have a way this ends, but that's my vote. Is Quadraneros loses, but it's a little different. Okay. Different okay. than anything we've really done on Databank Brawl. Excellent, excellent. So, yeah, I, I want in spirit for Ben to win because mm-hmm. uh, we've been through this adventure with him, as we both described, of right. hating him so much right. and coming to admire him for how horrible he is. Right. And he's given a good fight. He's he's kicked. He's vomited. Mm-hmm. He has uh, shown great strength and courage. But this is mm-hmm. the extremely violent, powerful leader mm-hmm. of the Techno Union. Yeah. He has... So he, he has more than just one buzzer on his desk. He has a yeah. million ways to end this pod racer. Yeah. So, sadly, he must win. Yeah. What do you think happens, Ken? Stop me if this is going off course. Watt Tambor cleans himself up just enough. He's injured, bleeding, whatever he bleeds. Yellow blood, green blood, I don't know. Uh, muffin batter, I don't know. <laughs> he He's damaged. He's hurt. He actually... Says, I give up. He surrenders. I surrender to you. Quadrinaos smiles. I just wanted to get your attention. I want these power couplings repaired on my pod race. I got a big race with Sepulba. This is probably the last time I'll race Sepulba. He's he's a very dangerous dog. I need a good pod. It's all I wanted, sir. Tambor relents. We'll get that right away. So sorry. Let's shake hands. They shake hands. That part of the story is over. Okay. Flash to a standard galactic month later. We're in the Boonta Eve Classic. It's like the 50th anniversary race. I don't know what it is by then now. Uh, Sebulba, Quadraneros coming down to the final lap. As they go into the Dune Canyon turn, which is, I believe, where the Tuscan Raiders usually sit. Yeah. Uh, High speed. It's neck and neck. Oh, yeah. The power companies are humming. Humming, humming, humming. Go Grease Lightning. Go Grease Lightning. <laughs> Go Grease Squad and Arrows. They spring apart. <gasps> mid-turn, mid-race. Quadranaros, unlike at the starting pit where he was in yeah. Phantom Menace when they, they blow up. Boom, boom, pod falls apart. He goes flying into the wall. Explodes and dies. And a ball of flame and fury. Yeah. And somewhere Wat Tambor smiles beneath his still damaged face and said, my men did what I told them to do. Long play revenge from Wat Tambor. I almost 100% agree with that. Okay. Just one, one percentage different. Add that. In the Add story. That. Certainly. I love this. The uh, Ben explodes into a, a, a ball of fury and pain. It is right. a cool explosion mm-hmm. so people are like if Ooh. a pod racer has to die that's right. the way to go and i think even chunks rain down on sabalba and he gets knocked out and somebody else wins team oh. to team to team to plagius team to Plagueis the veteran wins. who had, had many thought had retired super drunk returned to pay off his drinking and gambling debts yep. he wins yeah so ben's death is sad but there's a little bit of victory to it mm-hmm. exactly as you described the uh, Wat Tambor's people come back to him, mm-hmm. tell him what has happened. He has his moment of gloating. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, yes. And then he says, what? Because the acid 
has finally worked his way into his brain. And just in Watt Tambor's moment of victory, the acid does its work, and he forgets what anybody is talking about, what has ever happened with this strange big face we know as Ben Quadaneros. There's no memory. No memory. It's all gone. He remembers everything else, except for the strange little Pixar-faced creature that came to his office one fateful day. I love that. Oh, beautiful. Dark, bit disturbing. But I think exactly the ending Ben Quadraneros would have wanted. Exactly. And what more can you hope for from Databank Brawl than incredibly dark, violent ends and also a bunch of big, wacky voices? <laughs> what more could you want? Rest in peace, Ben Quadraneros. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ken. Oh, man, it's beautiful. That's a beautiful one. I got it. There's a tear welling up. That was a beautiful <laughs> one. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for making your requests for these two great prequel era combatants. We are building up to our big 50th episode of Databank Brawl. I can't believe that. So we're doing some episodes that we got a prequel episode. We're going to have a kind of our original trilogy era. We're going to have a, a Force Awakens one. We got a lot of special uh, themed episodes coming. Coming up, building up to that 50th episode where we're going to have a, a, a battle of combatants who have been in databank before and we'll get some opinions from you guys out there on our social medias about that. In the meantime, if there are characters that you want to see fight, by all means, let us know. Send us a tweet or put it on Facebook, on our Facebook page, and use the hashtag databankbrawl. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me uh, in the next Boonta Eve Classic. <laughs> Racing alongside Gascano, Klieg Holdfast, and uh, Ben Quadraneros, <laughs> Team Toe, and so many others. No, but you can also find me at Ken Napsuck across all social media platforms. And I'm also on the app Anchor with the show Daily Thrones. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, you guys can find me many different places. You can check out my podcast, Obsessed. I've got a live show coming up here in Los Angeles. That's on Friday, April 28th. All the information about that is on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. I am also on the great app Anchor with a show called Head Cannon. So if you've wanted to hear me ramble about other pop culture things instead of Star Wars... And also, I talk about Star Wars. Check out Headcanon on Anchor. You can also find me on all the social medias at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. 